Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. What's up? Sorry, I was over time. I know you were glued to the TV with the Chargers Raiders game, but it was a crazy game, so. Oh, yeah, no, it was not. (laughs) (laughs) It was really good. Anyways. No, but I did hear an ad on Coast 103.5 that you can get, like, an amazing deal on um, Charger season seats. $56, dude. But you can't go. $56 a month for the next season. A month? Yeah. So that's, like, a couple games? So you're paying, like, $23? Did I I did the math right? No, I I didn't. (laughs) I don't know. I just think that's, like, a really good deal. I can't believe I just divided 56 and came up with... Twenty-three. <laughs> that's really that's really sad. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure no one is like jumping at doing it because yeah, like you said, who knows if you even get to go? Well, I would love to go, and I want to go to the new stadium. I just didn't like the parking situation or the Uber situation. It was actually Ubering there was great. It was afterwards that so was not so great, but I don't even. Was, where, where is the new stadium? I don't even know. It's right next to the Coliseum, like oh, right okay. next door. Oh, okay. It looks really sleek and, and awesome. Like the Raider Stadium in Las Vegas looks so sleek and awesome that I want to go there too. I mean, I did drive by it and I can see it, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, be, I'd do it. But uh, I'm not going to go twice a month or however many times the games are there. Yeah. I'd go once. Yeah. And also, what kind of seats are those? Yeah, I'm sure that's not great. I mean, like, I I just think it's it's cool if you're, like, a huge fan. Like, that's awesome that there's, like, something that's, like, semi-affordable, you know, like, if that's, like, your thing. For sure. Yeah, the only reason I agreed, I'm I'm such a baby. I had a friend, free tickets. Uh, I don't know if I want to deal with the hassle. I hate big crowds and like parking situations and gates and all that. Um, but I ended up doing it last year and it was worth it. Cause I was like basically front row. I mean, it was insane. So I'm really glad I got to experience that, that close. And also it was the, like the last season at the Coliseum. And then I could see the new stadium. It was all built. It just, you know, it's for this year. So, I mean, that was worth it. It was still a pain in the ass, so I, I don't think I'd be able to commit to that, but great price. Yeah. Yeah, I was shocked. But I mean, then, the, then the guy did, like, mumble some, blah, 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 you know, so who knows. Like what you have, to do, you have to sign up for the whole season. Yeah. Like yeah. And it was, like, there was, like, a $100 licensing fee or I, there was some, I, who knows. But, like, I, I just, I always thought that it was, like, so unattainable to have, like, us, you know, like, season passes to a team. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go, Sheena. There's your tickets. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's been going on? Did you see I did that Night of Lights OC, which I didn't even know existed. Julie's been telling me. She's like, it's right by my work. I drive by it every day. But I, no, of course, I don't hear it from her. I saw it on Sheena's story. And I was like, what? Because you know how we'd seen the cast uh, uh-huh. in Calabasas and, and you and I talked about it. And you're like, that's just too far to drive. Yeah. Well, there's the whole one at OCC. Yeah, that's so cool. However, I mean, it's super sold out unless you want to pay extra um, now at this point. But I was going to tell you, no need. 
because I mean it was cool. It was fun and nice, you know, experience Christmas experience. Mm-hmm. What we can experience here right now. Um, but now because it kind of like Halloween, how everyone just they always go to town here, right? But people did extra because that's all they could do. I don't know if you've driven down Main Street, like from Sea Cliff down. It's everyone went super extra. All the houses on Main Street from Seacliff down to, you know, like my place. Uh-huh. It's just like light, bright city. Oh, wow. And, and then on, tonight I was going, um, well, I'll say after the gym, but that's not allowed. So we won't say that. Um, <laughs> I was going on Lake Street. Same thing. Maybe not as much as Main Street, but like really decked out places. So if you want to take your kids on a holiday drive through and don't want to pay the money of the Knights of Lights of OC, just drive down Main Street and Lake Street, and it is pretty much the same experience. Yeah, we've been, um, like, I feel like we've been driving around for, like, the last couple of weeks, and there's, I mean, it's awesome everywhere. It's, it's so much fun. The kids love looking at the lights, and, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, I, I don't feel the need to pay for that. But um, that's so cool you went. Yeah, and then they did the picture at the end, um, which, of course, I didn't like. And then they gave us these 3D glasses. So I, you probably saw my Snapchat. I'm like, whoa. And you're literally, you're not, the max is three miles an hour, but really you're like stop and go, like L.A. traffic kind of thing. Yeah. You're not even really driving. And I still managed to get car sick. Oh, <laughs> so like, yeah. Those 3D glasses. And all it did was like all these things would appear. And I was trying to videotape and I realized – well, I'm not videotaping these things appearing through my 3D glasses, so what I'm describing really has no effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, no, it, it was cool, but um, now that I see Main Street, I'm like, hmm, these, these lights are just as cool. Yeah. And um, I heard that if anyone is local here in Orange County, I heard that Saddleback is doing a free one. Like you, they give you like hot chocolate oh. for free, and they give you candy canes. Like it's all complimentary, and it looks just like it. So that that's kind of a cool option too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. people should do that. Totally. So I don't think we podcasted before I went to Vegas. Yeah, tell me about Vegas. I mean, it was great. It was freeing. Um, it looked like zombie land it looked like when on oc when kelly and rick were in times square and it looked like apocalypse now yes i mean it was very weird and i I know there's always you know homeless situation and sad um people just trying to make it and just trying to survive but Mm -hmm. because there were no tourists I mean, there were there were tourists, but just nothing like you ever see. That's all you saw or experienced, and so it really amplified like the sadness of it. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, but you know, I guess you know, driving down the strip was weird because normally you try to avoid it, and it was like open freeway on the strip. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but I did go to Vanderpump Gardens and why I waited to uh, send out the Sheena winners of the Boy Crazy merch was because I was hoping to go to Vanderpump Gardens and go to the gift shop and get maybe some Vanderpumpy little trinkets to throw in there because I did want to just send a mask. You know, like, well, that seems, even though the masks aren't cheap. Yeah, I think it's amazing. A mask is amazing. Yeah, I just wanted to do something and I thought yeah. oh those little pens were cool you know with the diamond on the yeah, end yeah. The 
Well, so I go because remember I had such a nightmare that other time. I had to go to the three different gift shops. Well, the one gift shop next to Vanderpump Gardens that had most of the Vanderpump merch, they were closed down doing inventory. And I was like, really? Really? I'm like, they're like, oh, we're not going to be open until tomorrow. I'm like, I'm not coming back. You know, I hate Caesars. So I went to the others, and then they only had like shot glasses or champagne glasses, and those are such a bitch to ship. Yes. And no pens, so you got some magnets. So I was waiting to ship the stuff, thinking I'd throw in some cool little stuff. And I got some magnets, and that's all you get, I guess. But my intention was good. Um, that's hence the delay. But everyone has been shipped. Cool. And, yeah. I also attended. Oh, so when I went to Vanderbilt Garden, so I got there. They weren't open yet, and then it's like requires a reservation. Well, nobody's there, so did it quickly on open table. Got me in. I sat back at the bar, which is cool because the times I've been there, I sat out on the the gardeny front area. So I got to be back in the bar and ordered a drink. Nobody, not not very many people there. And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get. You know, they only had like five items on the menu. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get. I remember I liked. I think it was like bacon wrap dates. I liked those, and then there was something else that I liked and I couldn't remember which one I liked better. So anyways, I'm like, okay, well I'm ready to order. He's like, Oh, actually like no one showed up. I don't think our kitchen's open. Like, and then I heard them all talking cause I'm right there at the bar. So the GM's there, the manager's there, they're all talking. They're like, yeah, no one showed up. No one's here. He's like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Like, I'm like, it's okay. I can just have a drink. I don't care. Um, but then they ended up showing up and I did order something. But then, and then so I was sitting there and so I thought, well, I'm going to message Kara. Hey, are you, any chance you're going to be working? And she was like, no, not tonight, but I will be. How long are you going to stay? And I said, oh, I think I'm going to leave tomorrow, although I was tempted to stay again because there was a slot tournament coming up. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'll stay. Um, and she's like, if you do, let me know. I'm like, so I thought that was really nice. But anyway. That was nice. Ended up getting comped drinks, and that was nice because, you know, they are $18. Oof. So it worked out. Yeah. I got to experience it a little bit. Got some magnets, got some comp drinks, and... Some magnets. Magnets. Yep. Well, <laughs> uh, I was, I was, um, Ronnie's been into like Scooby Doo. Like she has like some DVDs that she watches, and I was wondering how you would say Shaggy. Like, would you, would you say Shaggy and Scooby? Shaggy. <laughs> no, I say Shaggy. 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 Like Maggie. Yeah. Shaggy. Scooby. <laughs> Scooby is Scooby. There's no like. No, I know. There. I but sh- I was wondering about Shaggy because it's kind of like Baggy, you know. Baggy and Maggie. Maggie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, lots that I've been up to. And how about you? Um, gosh, just uh, busy with like the you know Christmas preparations and running around and taking care of the kid. Yeah, just nothing yeah. just i've done i've done nothing on christmas i 
I just operate under, I'll figure it out. That's so. that's what I'm doing too. But like things keep coming up where I have to like produce something, you know, and I'm like, oh, like, so like I'm just like last minuteing it for everything. And ugh. did you um, get a hold of Ronnie's commercial video yet? Yes. Oh my God. I, okay. I have it, but the company hasn't shared it yet. So I don't want to like release it before them. So I'm yeah, like, I'm sure. literally wait. It, it has to be tomorrow. I'm thinking it's tomorrow. Um, yeah. And it's super cute and I can't wait to share it with everybody. And um, yeah. And, and um, the company's like really gaining some traction. Like yesterday, um, Molly Sims like shared, you know, like the product oh. and stuff. So it's like some big old celebs are coming in. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I, and I kind of wonder if that's why they delayed it a little bit. If they're like, you know, like writing off of that a little bit. I don't know. But it just reminds me of I'm like, don't we know her? And then I realized, oh, no, we don't. It was remember. Remember, Bob? Yeah. Bob. Fireworks, Katy Perry, Bob. Oh, yes. Remember his girlfriend after Julia? He's like, oh, she's beautiful. She looks just like Molly Sims. And oh. Then, and I could kind of see it. But then when you said that, I was like, how do I know? I'm like, no, yeah, there's a reference her. to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the knockoff that Bob, Bob dated. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, okay. I want to shout out some birthdays and we'll get into it. All right. Um, all right, so we missed a couple. Okay. So here you go. Charlene Hall was December 5th. December 5th. Jennifer Brunette, December 14th, just this week. Lisette Chaldez, December 10th, as well as Daria Jimenez, Jimenez December 10th. Sorry about the J there. I'm just reading. Um, you know, our favorite gal in the world, one of our mods, the OG of... It all then really the the Oz, the wizard, yeah, the mecca, the mecca of everything Vanderpump, Heather Johnson, December fifteenth, I hope you had a fun birthday, whatever you could do, yes, so shout out to Heather, um also on December fifteenth what well, Heidi, you saw my video, um Melanie Tubbs, December fifteenth, Ingrid Bergmark, December fifteenth. Linda Devlin, December 18th. Fallon Ho, December 16th. Nice. Brittany, Brittany Coates, December 17th. Michelle Lynn, December 18th. Um, Brittany Perryman, <coughs> excuse me, turns uh, 30 on December 17th. Today, right? That's today. Is it? Yeah, it is. I'm looking at my computer. Okay. Um, another ride or die. Another mod coming up December 22nd. Keely Rider. Go check out her podcast. I've posted it. If you guys need a link, go on our Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party on Facebook, or hit us up on Instagram. We'll link you to her fun single dating uh, podcast. Yes. And just in case, I mean, I think we'll be back because next week looks a little explosive, but just in case, <coughs> sorry, um, Tina Marie Boschetti, December 26th, Mary Jean Toker, uh, mm, December 31st. It's always sucky for, you know, holiday birthday people. 
Um, and Carla Olson, December 29th. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy. Now it's finally the appropriate season for me to say that in Frosty's voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, where do you want to begin? The initials? Yeah, let's get into like a little social media. So, yes. Um, Should we do a little um, alert? Because there are there are listeners and, you know, we're just reporting on everything that they don't want to hear about Stassi. So, tune out for the next five minutes because we're talking baby names. Yep. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Stassi uh, showed this bag that was sent to her from Coach, and it had the initials, and she's like, yes, these are the initials of my baby. She will have four initials. But she's re- she's going to be Regal AF. Yes. Um, that bag, though, wasn't Regal AF to me. Sorry, no offense to Coach, but um, oh. wasn't my fave. Well, no, and... It's, yeah. I also feel like there's no way Stassi would carry a coach bag. <laughs> That's what I was say. I mean, it is coach. That's the affordable designer brand. Yeah. It wasn't Chanel. Just saying. Yeah. I, I personally don't care. Like, I'll, like. I, I actually, I love coach, but I mean, um, I love like a certain, that, that wasn't my style though. Like that bag just was not right. my style. Um, but I, I do like their stuff. I love their little backpacks and all their stuff they're ish yeah so the initials are hcrc so if again you guys that are not in the facebook group just if you're not on facebook just create a little dummy account join it there's so much intel and so much insider info join it it's fun we do polls and quizzes and gossip and articles um but uh i think it was lolly posted up the poll of you know, what do you think the H will stand for? Because she had some really great theories. I've now deduced what I think the name will be. But I believe she said, because uh, Bo's grandmother's name is Senia with a C. Mm-hmm. And then Rosemary, which remember, we were all speculating, you know, because uh, Stassi was so close with her grandmother and her for grandmother. For sure. Passed, that's that's what year. that. So those are those are for sure. But yeah. what's the H? I think it's Harlow. And that was most popular in the poll we did in the group um, for several reasons. Like, A, it's old Hollywood. She was a platinum blonde, classic old school, um, trendy but not trendy. Like, isn't there only, isn't it just Nicole Richie's daughter is Harlow, right? Uh-huh. House of Harlow. I believe it's Harlow. Some people were saying Harper. I believe that could have been a contender or could be, but like Michaela said, that's become so trendy now that, you know, Stacy wants to be different. So if it was 10 years ago, it probably would have been Harper. Maybe it's Harriet because she has a, like not Harriet, Harriet, because she has a Harry Potter themed baby room. Yeah. Or, or Hermione, which is a character from there. That um, would be crazy, though. That is just way too cheeky and way too specific. Yeah, that's like, not. It's not her style. I do think. No, it's not. I do think it could be Hazel. Like, I think that's a high contender as well. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm going on record. Harlow, Senya, Rosemary, Clark. 
Sorry, we Harlow just it. seems too basic too. I, I, I just I don't think it's Harlow. Okay. I think that it's going to be she's she's going to do something to f with us all. You know it. I I think if Nicole Richie's daughter was not Harlow, I think it would be Harlow. But because that is kind of a high profile person and kid, and she's got the whole House of Harlow, you know, like line that could ixnay that theory. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like Jean Harlow, platinum starlet from old Hollywood. And then Michaela had a really good theory too. She's like, and isn't she buried at the Hollywood forever cemetery where Bo proposed? And maybe it was like near the Harlow thing, but no, she's bored, buried at forest lawn. So, huh? But yeah. it was a good theory. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see what it is. Like, I, I think it, it's fun that she released the initials because we can all guess, you know? Yeah. So if you had to gamble, which I know you do not like to gamble, what would your <laughs> bet be? <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. I I almost feel... Like, I feel like it's, like, Helena adjacent. Like, I can't put my finger on, like, what the name is, but I'm thinking something, like, Italian, something something yeah. different, um, something, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thrown okay. off. I mean, Must maybe it... Maybe it's Holly. I, I don't know. Yes. Holly is a contender, too, because she loves Christmas and Holly's uh, holidays and Holly. But again, Holly. again, it's too literal for her. Like Stassi isn't. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's too. Yeah, I don't know. And then you have to think like Bo has, I guess, like Bo has to agree. But I think he would agree with whatever Stassi says. But um, I'm trying to figure that out, too. You know, the H. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be like Hillary. Yeah, it could. It could be something that, like, like literally, we are not expecting. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, speaking of gambling, I did rank. I was really disappointed because in my three sessions at my slot tournament, I was ranked like fourth and like second, and I'm not sure about the third session. Overall, I got ninety seventh. And I won $250. That's awesome. Yeah. Not to give you the... <laughs> the, the, sh- the sh- yeah. I was thinking yeah. about asking my parents. I was like, for Christmas, like, can you just, like, take my kids so I can go to the casino? <laughs> like, can that be my present, you know? Just for let sure. me let me go. Yeah. yeah, I'm itching. But um, my online playing, like, I don't play for real obviously but like my little online games like really help it like it gets that that -hmm. like little muscle memory thing out (laughs) the tap 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 okay so and by the way people um it was very safe and sparse and what i do is i have a whole biggie of wipes i wipe down everything before and after and also constant and there's hand sanitizer everywhere but i also carry my own and masks and everything so i mean and you were there kind of like before like the outcry of like things have gotten bad again you know like you made it right before all that so that's good 
You know, it's like the second wave of whatever wave. I don't. I've lost well, track here, of like. So the... I got the hell out of here and went there, and it was safer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got to live our lives. We'll just do it safely and according to protocol. Yep. So, yep. There you go. What is going on with these dumb ass boards? Boards. The Rena Sofer. Like, what the hell is that? I thought it was a cutting board. It looks like a cutting board my mom gave me, but except for it's like four feet long. It's too short to be a snowboard, and also it's like pure wood, like a cutting board. Like, does anyone snowboard on like a piece of wood? Like, it's I don't think so. But it look it's almost the size of a snowboard, and then it just says autograph. So she is. So you guys, Rena Sofer, she's a soap opera actress. I'm she's like, been who? A- what are you talking about? I'm like, is this some kind of new like sporting device I don't know about? Is that you not? You've been following this, right? With Jackson, Brittany, and their and- neighbor. They're famous, super, super famous neighbor. Yeah, but you you switched gears and like you lost me. Okay, okay, now I'm with you. The the friend's neighbor had gave them something to for she Jax gave something for charity or something. Is that what happened? She's not even really on Friends. It's like how many cameo that there's been so many people on Friends. She's a soap opera actress. She's been in like maybe a Hallmark or Lifetime movie. She's on The Bold and the Beautiful. Remember, Jax said. I have the most amazing, most beautiful neighbor, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, it's her. So she she's crafty. So I guess she builds pieces of wood. I, I, I don't understand it. I understand if it's a cutting board. But this thing was like this monstrosity. It was like four feet long. It's just a piece of wood. And so she's auctioning off. She made one for herself, and she had the cast of The Bold and Beautiful sign it. And she's auctioning it off for her charity. And it, the auction starts, I think, for hers was like 5000 Okay. But then, you know, her amazing uh, philanthropic neighbors, Jackson Brittany, said, we'll, we'll do one. And we'll get the whole cast of Vanderpump Rules. And, you know, it's going to be worth a lot of money because we're not on it anymore. So really a collector's item. Okay, yeah. Little literally like her word she's like this is probably going to be worth a lot because they're not even on it anymore so this is a rare opportunity the whole cast signed it well a the whole cast did not sign it um there is no tom ariana sheena james there's the witches of weho i I don't even actually think Kristen was on it because i did snapshot it i think i saw stassi tom and katie jackson Brittany. Oh, yeah, Lala. And Lala. Yeah. And that's it. But it's just a board. And, like, if you look at it like a small little thumbnail, oh, okay, it's a cutting board. Although I don't really want to, like, cut stuff on my cutting board that has Sharpie in there. That Is it like a charcuterie board? Like, you know, those are all the rage right now. You do them for, like, all the different, like, seasons. And... I would. You, one might think that would be a good idea too, and you could have the autographs on one side and just use it on the other side. Yeah, no, it it look it's the size of a snowboard. Like you, and you hang it on your wall or something. But it's, it's just a piece of wood. It's like, art, think, Sarah. It, no, but it's like finished, like a cutting board. Like I would rather have a log signed that I could put on my wall. It's like fucking log, cool. It, I don't know. I don't understand what the purpose is. It's just basically autographs. I on a want piece it. Of wood. 
Okay, well, auction off. Um, hers was starting at five thousand. The Jackson Brittany one was starting at two hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> which is two hundred fifty dollars too much. Oh, oh, look it! Someone, someone bid three twenty five. Let's see. <laughs> oh, you're on it. <laughs> oh, the bid is now twelve hundred. Holy shit! It's Heather, more- just knock it off. It's none of your people on there. There's no James. There's no Sheena. There's no Tom and Ariana. Heather, stop bidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I know Heather would never do that. (laughs) But who is doing that? I'm a little scared. Randall? Well, I mean, now that I'm on her Insta that I'm looking right now, I mean, she is one of my favorites on The Bold and the Beautiful. Mm, I never watched that one. I was like, uh, Young and the Restless, All My Children, General Hospital. Maybe a little One Life to Live. Oh, Santa Barbara. That was good with Eden and Cruz. But never watched The Bold and Beautiful. Although there's only two left, right? Isn't it only General Hospital and The Bold and Beautiful? That's it? No, they're they're still on. Y&R is still on. Y&R, but not All My Children, which is no. like the uh, oldest yeah. fucking running. I, loved, I freaking loved All My Children. Yeah, Erica Kane. It's like the... the I mean, I, I did see... General Hospital came on. God, I don't know. Somehow it switched on my TV. And I'm like... All these people, just like Eileen on Young and the Restless, Ashley Abbott, she looks exactly the same as she did when I watched her in high school, like, you know, three years ago. And then Laura from Luke and Laura in General Hospital, she's still on there. She looks the same. And then all these cast people from All My Children, they're now on um, General Hospital. So there was, I don't know, you guys old schoolers, Tad and Jenny, Jenny who went on to CSI fame. Jenny Gardner and Tad's on there. He's the only one that looks different. He looks the same except for he's all gray. But then there was like an evil character that I remember. That, but they all look exactly the same. It's really creepy. I mean, I always wanted to go to like a soap opera convention where they're all there and you like meet them all. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I never got that far, but even okay. I even um like a, I feel like I don't know like when I was like twenty, I um I ordered like some like fan like like fan pictures like you know they would send you like headshots or something like I paid money for headshots from my favorite soap opera Passions, and um yeah, I've, like the, like I I kind of miss those old days when you'd have to like write in for something you know and like send a check. And then they mail it. Yeah. Um, and it was like like six weeks later you get it, you know? I mean, in all fairness, when I, I, I gave up soap operas in like my early 20s, but um, in all fairness, when I met you, you were watching Soapnet. So, R.I.P. R.I.P. Soapnet was my life. And um, like multiple times, like, like Chad had to like readjust our cable, like, you know, uh, channel lineup because they would like move it to a different arena and I'd be like, get it back. And then it got canceled. I mean, SoapNet was the Chad Michael Murray, you know, that's where I, I watched well, One Tree yeah. Hill so much. Well, I, didn't... I got you because I, I, I did watch SoapNet because they would play old 90210 and Melrose. Yes. Place, so that was, yes. That was gold. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a great channel, dude. And that is when I did tune into more One Tree Hill because I was a little past my time, um, but then I did catch it on there. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch it at the time, and um, I really watched it on soap. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't follow him on Twitter, so let's move on. 
<laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, okay, the other thing in Jackson Brittany's life. I mean, I, I Christmas came early, you guys, this year. I'm so stoked. This is what this is why I'm not going to a mall or anything and worry about Christmas presents. <laughs> I'm legit scouring the internet to find me some Lori K publication clothing. You know, like uh, you you have a small child, maybe I can get a 2-year-old onesie that says Lori K PR, Lori K publications. I'm thinking about that for You my know other why she you know why children. she did the onesie so these freaking kids can wear them. <laughs> She's thinking ahead. That everyone's Lori, like Lori K. Like- <laughs> I mean, she's she is like she's always one step ahead. Always one step ahead. Everyone's like, why does it look like they were set on fire or they're dirty or they're? Um, no, was she the one at the uh, castle? Yes. Or that was she was. Oh, she was there. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the bar with us, or was that the Universal person? Um, I think that was someone different. (laughs) Well, you know, and then I went on her site and all her famous clients. I didn't know any of them, but then I saw her articles. I was like, oh, so like cast off bachelor people from like five years ago and her latest current news and breaking story. Like the one most current is Jackson Brittany announced they're having a baby baby but um i don't know what's going on with minnesota right now maybe because i'm going there i'm already gearing up to like talk like that but talk like that um clearly something's happening anyways uh the next article was jackson Brittany getting married in kentucky i'm like you're some like cutting edge publicist here if that's your like your next biggest story and then it was like (laughs) madison pruitt from you know she was like the runner-up on the last bachelor uh peter so Uh you know like how long ago was this i'm like this is your wow you should probably update this Uh, no no need the merch is gonna take care of everything it's there's just she's busy designing and yeah as soon as we figure out how we can buy it we'll be doing some major giveaways i mean i think our numbers are just going to skyrocket to the thousands because people are like oh, I mean could you ima- giving away Lori K merch could you imagine wearing it out and have someone go hey who's Lori K what what is that? that everybody knows who she is yeah okay you guys were giving her a hard time but guess what she gave Charlie a hard time so you know it's we called it out a couple weeks ago when Jack's like announced he was leaving and Charlie quipped in there like, oh wait well, wait 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 time out time out you are you are you are you talking about the comment that she deleted and then you responded to yes okay okay proceed sorry sorry i got so excited yeah so i mean we're giving a hard time because well also past experience but um just the when charlie said well i guess i know my place now when it's called employed which was a brilliant fucking tweet sorry like give it to her for her wit and then, Jax, I'm sorry, who are you, sweetie? And Lori K chimed in. Except, who? Who's Charlie? And it's like, you know what? Leave that to Jax. That's your little client. You are a professional. You're a publicist, a PR person. Like, th- this is not for you to say. Like, you just showed your colors right there. So unprofessional. 
which is why she deleted it, because I think pretty much everyone said that to her. Um, but, you know, you can't delete these days, people. Screenshot. Screen- I-, I screenshotted the shit out of it. Yeah. So she's deserving all of this fun love or, di- you know, much like. Um, but then, the, you know, now she has a merch line, so she's good. Much like, what's, what's the girl's name? The editor? Free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you brought it on yourself. Nobody sought you out. Nope. I mean, we didn't. We, you did what you did. Yeah. People are just here to report. Yeah. That's it. That's right. So then Kristen posted an IG story saying, you know, the, you know, we, we, we all write our let go speeches, but they're all edited. They're chopped up. Um, they have to be approved. She's like, you know, I wrote this really heartfelt you know, long speech and apology and it was chopped up and then Bravo finally approved it, but then they wouldn't release it for three days. And then she, and so, so I think she's kind of like saying Jackson, Brittany won it. Cause that was the theory. Like someone else wrote their exit speech, much like they, Kristen is now basically saying what her and Stassi posted, which was so similar. Right. Yeah. Like I wrote this whole, and, and I don't, um, I'm not uh, disagreeing with her or contradicting her because I do know that she did send, she was the one that sent Faith a private apology. Faith just chose not to deal with it because she's like, why are you sending this to me now? Right? Yeah. Stassi, Stassi did not reach out to Faith. Kristen did. So I believe Kristen in that. She's like, I wrote a whole bunch more and I did a lot more, but I wasn't allowed to say it or release it because she's under contract. And so I believe her with that. But then, then she posts a, like a static post, you know, saying, you know, I did all this. And then at the bottom, my truth is coming like dot, dot, dot. Oh, is that like Jax's? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Dot, dot, dot. I mean, like, I don't want to. That It really irked me that Brittany responded back and was like, do you think we get to choose what we say? Like, she literally, that's what she responded to someone. Like, she's mm. like, I'm sick of seeing this. Do you think we get to choose what we say? We don't. We don't get a choice. And then Kristen came out and said what you just said. But, um... And then she was petting her hair the whole time like she's a bachelorette or like a Kardashian, just like petting her hair, playing with her hair like a Chloe. Like, just, I was like, just stop. Here's the thing, though. Like, um, I feel like a, a true, like, how do I just say this? Like, an, a true influencer, whether that be like a celebrity or, you know, just a person who, you know, influences on Instagram with their followers or, you know, people find them interesting to follow. I feel like the the foundation of of how that works is like being authentic and being honest and I feel like the Vanderpump Rules people have over and over exposed themselves that they are not that and when they're not able to do that then they blame it on something like Bravo or whatever but basically they're bold-faced lying to us constantly you know they put out this this statement we've decided not to move forward. Well, that was a lie. Like, even if that Mm -hmm. was like, you know, that's what Bravo made them say to me now, that's not like a person that I can like rely is going to tell the truth. Like what else are they going to lie about? Right. Like it was damage control on both parts, but I definitely sense like, you know, they're all getting together. I smell some serious Bravo revenge brewing. Me too. Totally. And they think we all band together, you know, like, you know, 
just like their counterparts, friends. You know how friends band to, together to all get the same pay? Yeah, yeah. That's what they think they're doing. If we all band together, we're so strong. Everyone watches us for us. They don't care about the newbies and newbies even meaning like James and they're of course not including you know Sheena or Tom and Ariana they just think they're tuning in for us it's like yeah we did but maybe we don't anymore like that ship has sailed like it was great and thank you for giving us the greatness we got yes but I don't think that we're I, I don't I don't need the diaper changing and the Jack and Jack's freaking out over a dirty diaper I'm not, not like i'm not i'm not into that yeah and then I, I, just, I, I feel like around it... in a muumuu like the that he borrowed from schwartz with his hair continually uncombed stassi's like really you're gonna wear that yeah i just I'm not really here for it yeah i feel like like the most like beautiful way to handle it is like what you just like it was an um they had an amazing run stop it at that like don't um you know, like if if their followers are into continuing watching their journey, that's great. Like that is like the perfect formula for them. Like awesome. If someone's into that, cool. Follow them. Enjoy it. You know. But um, yeah, to act like they can kind of like hold the show hostage and walk away and like ruin everyone else's career is like a little gross. Like, and it's it's kind of ruining the magic of Vanderpump Rules. You know what I mean? Like. I, I don't know. It's it sucks. Like the leaving people out and and trying to act like they're better than the show, or just like all the weird comments everyone's making. It's it's gross. It really is yeah. damaging their brand. You know what? Like Vanderpump rules the brand. Mhm. Mhm. So we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be probably a reboot that will last a season. I mean, I I hope for the best, but you know, you you can't recreate magic. You can put in great people like Charlie. You can do Tom Tom spinoff, but is Tom Tom really going to be that exciting? Well, maybe it will be a shift because maybe you know, it will be. There's so many um, other diverse people that work at Tom Tom that they will highlight. So maybe that will be a different show that will be exciting because we'll get to see a different side of things, not just the straight white hetero side. Um, maybe. I, I don't, in theory, you know, because Tom Sandoval is not going to bring the drama to Tom Schwartz. So there's not going to be, like, the conflict and the drama of what made the show magic. Ariana's not going to bring the drama to Katie. Like, they, I just don't really see that happening. Um, so a spinoff, okay. Uh, I'm here for it. I would, I I mean, if, if everything went the way that I wanted and I got to design it, I would say end it now and let us really miss it. Like, let's go a couple years and then do a reboot and bring the cast back. You know what I mean? Like, let, let us miss them a little bit and then we'll check in with them. Kind of like Jersey Shore. What, you know what I mean? The Hills. Like, let's, let's take a a breath. Like, Charlie. Jersey Shore really became um, a success. Yeah. And um, Charlie is great, but she would like, it's almost like let her out of like this dysfunctional family and let her go flourish somewhere else because she's going to, she's, she's funny. She's, you know, she has mm-hmm. great charisma. Like let's like, let her go somewhere else. And... She could be, yeah. On like big brother or the challenge or one of those kind of shows where 
she'll be like the funny girl you can't quite f- pin down and figure out. Or maybe not friend. even reality. Like maybe she like would go into like, you know, a drama or something. Like I feel like she has major potential. Yeah. All, you know, all of them do. So I think it like let's 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 try something new. So a lot of people are speculating because Sheena's been posting about being in L.A. looking for apartments. So they're like, oh, that must mean Vanderpump's filming or she has a spinoff. It's like, no, she said all along she's having her baby in L.A. So that's why she wants to spend the last four months of her pregnancy in L.A. to be close to the hospital and the doctor in L.A. Um, also... Brock, I don't know what's going on with rugby, but he was supposed to be starting rugby in L.A. in January. So that also made sense why they were moving there. Um, so TBD, but her shopping around apartments in L.A. has you know, nothing to do with a Vanderpump start date. It's because she's having her baby in L.A. and also he technically had a contract in L.A. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's the news on that. <laughs> Anything else, um, Vanderpumpish? Um, nope. I mean, I have like, so, um, like there was like some funny things that went around. Like I thought it was, uh, I thought Randall shared like a, a real candid picture of Lala that I'm sure she didn't like. Um, he, it's like a, you know, she's like has no makeup on and she's just giving him like a face, you know, just like a kind of mm-hmm. like a bored face and I thought ooh like it's just was like a picture that you know that she wouldn't like so I screenshotted that the other thing I screenshotted was um someone on Twitter posted and they said um when a caller asked Stassi why she's such a racist and then there's like a little meme with it and I was just thinking back to like do you remember that on watch what happens live someone's like Stassi yeah. why are you such a racist and then like yeah. hung up like do you remember her face? And she's like, ah, and Andy was like, ah, like it was like, <laughs> that was a, an iconic TV moment. And it's so nerve wracking to be on hold when you make it through to watch what happens that you're just freaking out anyways. So the balls on that person to really get away with that and like, do it right. I would Ugh. like to say if Props. that, if that, if by any slim chance that person is listening to this podcast or if someone Slim knows if, if someone knows who they are if they can message them I would love to have them on as a guest to just like you know relive that moment with them what was going through their mind what the, was the question they were supposed to say I, I would really like to hear well and you can come on anonymously yeah you can you can leave a voicemail one eight what is our thing uh when a eight oh five Vander eight, right? Oh, weird. It must have been my internet then. Um, I we, was saying they could come on anonymously. We don't reveal our sources, obviously. Hence, Hope and um, Mason. Uh huh. You know, like we're very protective. We are. Uh, we. I mean, we are deep throat. We are to, deep throat. People. Yeah. To be like, I. I was thinking about some of the secrets that we have held and that we are still holding, um, and I would love to like as time goes on, if the you know the po- people are still super interested to listen about Vanderpump Rules, I think it'd be really great to reveal some of those big secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be really fun. I mean, we've got some bombshells. Yeah. 
I'm just like, like legally, legal brain, computing, computing. I, I like. I would still, I would totally do it. Like if we, here's what we should do. If we're gonna like end the podcast, we should blast it out and then end it. Like we should go down in flames. <laughs> then we'll just pull it from the air. Well, what's the point? Then you get all the downloads and you can't do anything with it. <laughs> Just to, to F over you know who. Who? Jax. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think he's got his his way. I think he got his wojo. I think he got his he, energy paid back to him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now he can focus on distributing his cannabis to all of the hospitals that are waiting on Jack's, him and his one partner. Yeah. And then he can supply L.A. with all of their equipment, and he can um, sell beatbox beverages, like the fuck out of them. I mean, Sarah, he... And he, he can really show up Lance Bass. He's an entrepreneur and um, a TV producer. I mean, <laughs> he's really... Just you know, Brittany, like everyone keeps saying they're shopping around their shows. It's like, oh, so is that how you're a TV producer? Because you you videotaped Brittany puking in her toilet, and now you're shopping that around. Oh, TV producer. I mean, um, like people have said in our Facebook group, and like we all know, like anyone who lives here or has lived in LA, every single person is shopping something like literally makes him like not unique at all like it actually just makes him like normal for once you know what i mean like everyone has an idea they're shopping yeah oh jacksy boy well what do you what do you want to get into okay i i really got to touch on this elizabeth uh vargas thing because oh yeah tell me she's just Okay, there's just some, I really liked her out of the gate, I liked her story, but the story keeps changing, and the more and more nervous laughter I hear, I'm going insane. And it was, and they even pointed it out, like Kelly and a couple, oh, someone that laughs at themselves all the time, it's more than her laughing at her own jokes or her own self, she'll, she'll be like, yeah, and then, you know, my husband cheated on me, <laughs> and it's like, this inappropriate, awkward laughter everywhere it's been driving me crazy on the whole season but then she went on heather mcdonald's podcast and it was a hundred times it was constant weird laughing and then she was like sobbing at one moment but then doing the <laughs> yeah i can't talk about um my grandmother used to uh, she had a cult and she ripped people off and she lived in a mansion we lived in trailers <laughs> it's like dude, you're fucking weird. Um, and then she kept doing this. Oh my God, Heather, I have a huge story for you. Oh my God. It's so juicy. Oh, you know what? I, 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 I actually, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Um, and she did that shit like five times when I could even, even hear in Heather's voice. She's like, eh, okay. Like, why the fuck do you tease that and say it? And then be like, Oh, you know what? Cause you've talked about her husband. Like, he wanted threesomes, and the first time was with her best friend. And Heather was like, Don't, "Isn't that a little weird? It's your best friend." She's like, <laughs> "Yes, oh my god, it got so juicy." Oh, you know what? I I, I can't tell you. And it's like, well, you already started the story. Like, she's just very weird. And 
everything, and I know Kel- the perception of Kelly Dodd on the show and the problematic statements and what comes out of her mouth, but she is right. Her and Bronwyn, they're very hypocritical. They're very, their stories don't line up. I mean, she's actually fucking right. And it's a weird thing to say, I know, but like Elizabeth, she, she changes her story all the time. Oh, me and Jimmy just met a year ago. And then there's that picture that came out five years ago that I'm, them together. Oh, now he's, you know, now I guess there's issues with him. I don't know. It was very weird. She, so she, she basically, she had a grandmother um, that had, it was basically like the Mary Cosby story in Salt Lake where this grandmother had this cultish type church and then they wanted to leave it to Elizabeth, but she decided she wanted to be a jazz singer. And so she, you know, she never had a dime. They lived, you know, they were homeless or lived in a trailer. And then she ran off to uh, Seattle to be a jazz singer. And that's when she met that uh, CEO billionaire dude, the Norwegian guy um, that was on Undercover Boss. I did see that episode. But it was very weird and very, like, she dated him from 2000 to 2011 then they got engaged in 2011 and then filed for divorce in 2014 so basically together 14 years but she he was married with kids the whole time and she said she didn't know it for four to five years which seems like a long time she's just thought oh i thought he was on business trips but he was with his family she said her she would get calls from his kids and the wife like leave our family alone, stay away from our whatever. Um, But that this dude also had like five other girlfriends around the world and she was okay with it. She was okay. They was married. She was okay that he had five other girlfriends because she was getting the lifestyle. Um, And then part of the lifestyle too was constantly like, you know, threesomes and, and things like that. And it was only until, he started banging chicks in Newport Beach that were – she's in this socialite society, right, that it was embarrassing for her because everyone knew. It's basically – she didn't care, but, like, she was fine with the whole deal yeah. until she looks like a fool. And really what I didn't like about her, she she just name drops and, and money drops so much. She's like, well, we're part of this exclusive club. She's like, huh, we got engaged it's really kind of sad. She's like, we got engaged at the Scottish castle, castle, the Andrew Carnegie's place. And we're in his um, club. Well, I got the club membership and the divorce, but we couldn't tell anyone. He told me, I cannot tell anyone I'm engaged. Then they go to get married in the Bahamas. You can't invite your family and don't tell anyone we're getting married. She's like, well, I want my mother here. It's like, I'm not inviting my family. You can't have yours. Like everything's a big secret. And I'm like, what at what point does the private jet outweigh the I can't tell anyone I'm engaged. I'm dating a married man for uh, over a decade. I can't tell anyone I'm getting married and then you're going to fuck around with me in my own neighborhood like when is it worth anything? And then she was saying, "Oh, and then he funded my whole project Edge Music. He started it. He gave me all the money to start it." Well, that makes a lot of sense now when Gina was telling her to walk away and she was like, I can't because he'll he'll want part of Edge Music. I'm like, okay, well, I actually kind of understand now because he gave you all the money to start this company yeah, and it's not making money. She said she went on this show. She had 300 followers. 
she went on this show because she thought she could get more social media to make edge music a thing. While she's telling us on the show she's a millionaire from edge music, it, it, nothing lines up. Yeah. And then and then she's telling Heather that she thought um, she'd never watched a housewife show, and that I actually believe because she didn't know shit. She goes, I thought I was coming on that show, Desperate Housewives. Oh my god. Why would someone hire you? You're not an actress. This is, you're, you're, there's something super off about her. I, um, I'm having this, like, such a hard time with this whole season. Like, it's, it just feels yucky to me. Um, I, I don't like Bronwyn's storyline. I don't like, like, this, um, Elizabeth's storyline makes me really uncomfortable because I see someone who is so lost and so, um, uh, what's the word for not confident? Why can't I think of that? Like, uh, insecure so insecure, so, so yeah. freaking insecure. And it's like, even like, like I felt uncomfortable even in this episode, like when she walked in in her like vacation outfit, like I just, like my heart just like goes I, I don't know if I, like, I relate to her or, like, what's going on, but, like, she's trying so hard to fit in. And that that yeah. laughter is, yes, it's so annoying, but she's so uncomfortable with everything she's doing. It's, like, painful. It is painful. She's trying to prove herself. Like, even her telling Shannon Bedore when they met, I'm the richest bitch you'll ever meet in Newport Beach. It's like, well, Shannon has lived here her whole life, and... Her grandparents owned the maid company. Like she, they were debutantes and socialites. I'm, on, I'm just saying, like you're you're trying too hard. And there's a lot of way richer bitches than Elizabeth Vargas. So yeah, for you to tell Shannon that, mm, I don't know. It's just like she's trying. Even she was telling Heather all these clubs. Well, and then the Madison Club, and Heather's like, "What's the Madison Club?" She's like, "Well, it's an exclusive club in Palm Springs and golf resort." It's like, okay, you live in a golf course. We get it. There's housing on golf. Yeah, okay. It's, it's just so much like I want to say name dropping, but like privilege dropping, and, and it's, it's also that's where it's, it's so gross. It's yeah. like being a ten thousand dollars sunglasses. It's like that's where it's gross. And it's kind of like you, if someone's gonna say that about you, like you're the richest person in New York or in Newport, you should maybe let someone else say that. Like you should never label yourself. It's almost yeah. like on the um, Salt Lake City girls, that girl who labeled herself the queen Queen of of whatever and it's like and then that the girl's like actually this girl is you know and it's like there's always someone someone... else said that they're like we'd never even heard of lisa barlow and it was someone that like legit runs like all the events and sundowns yeah it's like that's just embarrassing like there's always someone more connected than you just stay humble and let someone say that about you and it goes like way further than you saying it about yourself there's yeah there's something about like those faking it till you make it people where it's like yuck you know and then what the, the the vodka connection. So we have Lisa Barlow with Vita Vodka. And it's like, no, I agree with Whitney. Like, that's not top shot. Like, who's ever even heard of Vita Vodka? I haven't. I haven't. And and I drink vodka. And then now Elizabeth has Vargas Vodka. Yeah, that's what I'm going to buy. Vargas Vodka. Yeah. Give me. Do you have Vargas Vodka? You know, oh, I'm you at, don't? Oh, oh, never mind. Never what mind. What about Vicky's, Vicky's Vodka? Do you have Vicky's Vodka? Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like when we asked at Mastro's for Heather DeBro's champagne. Oh, my God. And they're like, what? And we're like, we like, don't sh- carry that. We're like, she said it was here. And they're like, no, it's not. 
was so awkward. Oh my gosh. What was it called? Like Chloe or is her kid's name, right? Like Col- Colette? Colette. Yeah. Speaking of Heather Dubrow and um those people, I think I might see them tomorrow. Um I'm I'm going to this um charity thing, this like uh me and Ronnie are gonna go um volunteer and I think they're all gonna be there. Oh, fun. Nice. So I will I'll try to, you know, get the scoop. Yeah, get some video, post it in the Facebook group. Yeah, boy. Yeah, and you guys, please um beg of you, it's Christmas time, Hanukkah time, generosity time. Five star reviews on iTunes would be amazing. Gift that would be for us. that would be such a great gift. Or joining our Facebook group and just interacting us would, would, be, would be awesome. Or following um, Sarah C O O C S A R A H C E E O C. Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram, but also our cameo. If you want a cameo, right now they're donating to uh, some of the proceeds to St. Jude's. I don't know. Just an idea. A little Christmas present. Virtual. You don't have to shop outside. That's right. We'll make it worth your while. Anyways, that's just been a fun thing. That's not like we're not trying to make money off you guys. It's just more of a funny thing to do something special for you guys. So. Yeah, and it's just fu- and it's just kind of funny that we're even fucking on there. I know, I know. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just funny. It is. So yeah, Bronwyn this week was re- it was really hard last week and this week for me to yes hear her complain about and then just get on Sean so much who I'm sorry has provided for his twenty thousand person family. And living in Newport in these, you know, 20000 a month rental houses and whatnot. And she's like, why can't you just help me vacuum instead of making fun of me? And Sean, I can't, I don't know how to work this washing machine. He's like, do you want me to help you? No, just tell me how to do it. Like she's never done it. And then she's like, I've never not had a housekeeper since high school. And like, as we know from insider sources, she's also always had two nannies. So it's like. As Kelly pointed out, well, you didn't go to college. You've never had a job. You had two nannies. You have a housekeeper. You've never not had a housekeeper from your own words since high school. You can't figure out how to use the washing machine or the vacuum. And then you're, you feel stuck and trapped in your life, in your house, in your marriage. And he's just an asshole. Like I would like to add on some of the things that, you know – that I have been dealing with during this uh, pandemic. Like, try having no money. Try having not a nice house that she lives in. Try have you know what I mean? Like, they're, imagine adding, like, real problems to yeah. her life. Like, it's, uh, she talks about, she was, you know, they kind of brought up uh, Black Lives Matter and stuff and white privilege in this episode. And it was like, I kind, again, I kind of agreed with Kelly, where it's like, um, I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah, <laughs> it was really weird. Like, sometimes sometimes I like Kelly for that. Re- like, sometimes it's really hard when she says too much. It's like, stop, stop, stop. You were okay, and then you just went too far. But sometimes right, it's right. nice to have someone kind of say it because it's like no one wants to say it, but it's true. It's like, Broadwin, you have the most – like, you have privilege – up the like it's 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 insane. Like you hired a photographer and took professional pictures at a 
protest. Like, yes, if you're at a protest, take pictures so you can create awareness and post it. You have a following. But when you're getting a photographer and it's, it's like emblemed at the bottom, like that's gross and that's cheesy. And Kelly is right. That takes away from the whole fucking point. I don't know. I, yeah. I thought I thought Gina was really good because she like kind of interjected and said, well, from me perspective, um, <laughs> When I was arrested, you know, last year, and I I was scared, but I was never once scared that the cops were going to hurt me or attack me or persecute me. Like, I mean, again, you and me have both had those situations. We're scared of the situation, and we're we're like, fuck, no. But never once did I feel like a cop was going to persecute me or you're going to be a dick. Yeah. But, no, I, I didn't feel in danger being in their custody. I felt in danger like, oh, fuck, what the hell's going to happen now? I definitely, like, the uh, the biggest feeling that I felt was, like, my freedom is gone. You know, like, that my, like, like... Right, but not like a cop's going to fuck Not my up. life, no. Yeah, and so I thought Gina really brought some great perspective there on understanding understanding and true she, white privilege. That yeah. Shit we would just take for granted that it's like, oh... Oh, and she and I loved how she said it. She, she's like, if they feel this way, she's like, or even maybe, maybe, even if it's a maybe, maybe is too much. And, and I, like, I, I liked how it really it snuffed out Bronwyn and Kelly. Like they both just like you know put their hands up and you know, I, yeah. I, it was yeah. I really Gina did it a just great job. Suffused the whole thing, but she made a great point that I think everyone across America um, can relate to and be like, oh. This Gina girl makes sense. She was just relatable. And yeah. you're like, oh, I never looked at it that way. Yeah. And that's just like that. And it was like, it was it was light because it's like, that's literally just the tip of the iceberg. Like she's just getting into it. But I felt like it was a nice, simple way that everyone could relate to, you know. And um, yeah, it was yeah. it was a great well, moment. And she, was, and she was genuine about yeah. it. She wasn't trying to be like, oh my gosh, I know I've been no. arrested. It's like she wasn't trying to put herself in that same. She was just saying, yes. I just never even thought about that's how people yeah. feel. They did a really good job with that. What did you think about... Um, Emily versus Shane being sick. Oh, I felt so bad for her. And I felt bad for him, obviously. I mean, that's scary. It ended scary. Yeah. But yeah, I so I so felt for her watching her try to take care of her kids while she has COVID, taking care of him, and then, you know, dealing with the fact that like she literally drops him off in the ER. She can't contact him. Like I again I feel like they did the the housewives did a really good job of capturing kind of how we have all felt during this. You're helpless. You don't know what's going on. You don't know when things are serious, when they're not, when to be scared. You know, it's like all of the emotions. It's so overwhelming. And um yeah, I thought it was. I they can't did a believe good job. she had to do like she little legit was the one tested and the tested positive, and she had to take care of the kids. Yeah. Shane, yeah, I was like, oh, I felt bad. It for looked her. exhausting, and then um, Shannon, uh, you know, I. I I don't know that I loved how they handled like this the this portion of Shannon. Like I thought it was a little bit much. Like I'm really sick of her and John like bantering. Like it's not entertaining to me. Yeah. Like where she's like, "Oh, John, just take that shot." Oh, yeah. you're so dramatic. Oh, sh- okay, we gotta take this pill. Oh, mom, maybe we'll get some orange juice. No, that's not good for phlegm. Like it's like okay, 
like mm-hmm. that that's what made it to the final cut i i don't know Ugh. it's like why didn't you tell me or i would have given you this and then it's like this chick's 18 the other ones are 16 they're, they're fine yeah okay? <laughs> yeah yeah i mean they weren't fine by going to a the parties and and bring it home to you that was but that's what teenagers do yeah you know yeah they were worried about shannon and her you know immunity with her long issues and yeah that's fucked up for them but they're teenagers and that's yeah they're assholes. that's what they do yeah they're living their lives <laughs> <laughs> um so, so i mean really other than that like i don't have much to say like they went to arrowhead blah 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 there was bugs there they had alcohol they made bronwyn feel bad i mean ugh. well don't go and this is where kelly is right again and like kelly said on watch what happens live and then she said it kind of during the show it's like well, then, you know there's going to be alcohol. Shannon didn't go because she was concerned, rightfully so. Emily didn't go because she had COVID. You know what, Bronwyn, this is a big trigger. You know what's going on there. Don't go. But she went because she wants airtime. She has an agenda, like Kelly said. She has an agenda. She wants the airtime. She wants the exposure. And so, and then also, she can also use it to her. And I'm not saying she used this to her advantage to, you know, be a victim or I'm sober and I'm not going to take away that from anyone, but you didn't have to go and you knew what was going to be in store there. And and like to be completely fair, like you, you chose to be on TV filming during this, you know, part of your life and you chose it for your children, everybody, like it was a choice. It was, she is not forced to be on this show. And I mean, clearly her children want to be on the show desperately because they keep trying to make that happen. And, she they're they're making choices it's, yeah. yeah did you no so did you see them. the whole little like twitter war between kelly and her um on what day on tuesday um kelly tweeted and she's like i'm not going to be blamed for her mental disorders alcoholism cheating violence and her children being depressed she's been in a 5150 hold clean up your own house house get help and stop blaming others um and a lot of people were like super upset that she chose to bring up the 5150 saying like that's a low shot you don't bring up people's mental health um but i i mean that's right like the you know making making light of alcoholism or mental illness absolutely. but at the same time she's also there whining and complaining about her horrible life and what a victim she is not knowing how to use the washing machine and not having a housekeeper is so hard. So it's like, it's like, you know, you shouldn't do that. But yeah, it's also, like, it's like, it kind of like, you're... it keeps coming around where it's like, you can't help but kind of like, you you're, you feel bad, you're like going around the circle, you feel bad, oh my gosh, poor Bronwyn, then you start coming up the circle and she says something like that and you're like, what the hell? And then you fall down again and you feel bad for, it's like, keeps repeating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's kind of like um, Salt Lake. Um, someone sent me this picture of Meredith, and you know, during times like right now when like nobody's working, everyone's just broke as fuck. And yeah. Meredith, who is the most boring ass person that I've ever experienced as a housewife, she's posting these things with all like, oh, buy this necklace for thirty thousand, these earrings for fifteen thousand. Oh, that it was like the Dana ten thousand dollars sunglasses. It's just like. 
and then her daughter's posting pictures on a yacht and but and, and Brooks's posts aren't or they're just they come off as real braggy and real braggy there yeah. you go Baggy <laughs> like braggy braggy and entitled and uh just him like well, my mother is Meredith Marks. It's like, what the fuck is Meredith Marks? Nobody fucking cares. Whatever. Rihanna bought a necklace from her. I don't care. That just means she... It, I just don't like them. I don't like their family. I don't like the children. When they show the daughter, she's in like a full-on like couture cocktail outfit just hanging around the house. And then she's like, okay, well, Brooks and I are going to go to Best Buy. In that? Like, you're trying very hard. And then someone sent me links to their Instagrams and the posts they did. I think they're trying, like she's trying to be, you know, the new, like the Rinna girls are trying to, or, you know, Hamlin girls are trying to be the Hadid girls. Uh-huh. Now this crew is trying to be the Rinna girls. It's yeah. Just, I don't know. It's just a lot of uh, thirst. I think I just, I, the, the thing is I'm so excited about Salt Lake and I'm still excited about it and I'm enjoying it. But someone said in our group, I'm just not feeling the need to watch it right away. And it's like, it's okay. And that's how I feel like it's DVR. I'm like, eh, I'll get to that later where it was yeah. like a pump or a certain housewife. Oh my God, I'm going to watch with commercials. Yes. You know, you cannot wait. Yeah. And- it's just, it's just not picking up quick enough. And like the connection isn't there. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's just like too many characters that I'm annoyed with. Like the same, you All know, it's, them. Yeah, it's like I, each one of them are like so quirky and like it doesn't mesh together. And so it's like when one of them is featured, I'm like, like I felt like half of this week's episode was them setting up for this damn party where they're like, are you going to the party? Are you going to walk in the fashion show? Are you going to be on time? Okay, are you going to go? Okay, yeah, are you going? Are you going to talk to her about that problem? It's like we just spent 30 minutes on that. Like I... Of course you're going. You're all filming. Like, stop playing this game. And, like, every week can't be a party. And every week can't be the same hospital. Yes. Or, and, like, and that's just so blown out of fucking, it's just like, can we move on? Yeah. But, like, that's where I found, I'm like, well, I like this. And I was like, wait, I actually don't like any of them. So I think Meredith is boring as fuck. I think Lisa is annoying as fuck and cocky and arrogant. I think um, Jen is super high drama and annoying. I think Mary's just fucking wacko. I think Heather, who I like Heather, but she came off desperate as fuck this episode. Oh my gosh, so cringe. I hate, I hate when we're I don't like that energy. I'm not into that. No, it was so horrifying to watch. And so I'm stuck with, I like Whitney. That's it. And... You know, and even there, you know, it's like, okay, she's she's kind of one-dimensional. I, I am, like, a little nervous to say who I like because I'm scared that it's going to, like, backfire because I don't know if I really like her, but I find her entertaining. My favorite right now is Jen. Yeah. Because, like, no, she's I... she just, like, brings the, like, she's, like, the most interesting and, like... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but like I feel like that's like I don't really like her and I don't like what she all everything that she stands for, but like as far as the most interesting on the show, like I guess when she comes on at least like something happens. Yeah, so I think like she's annoying 
like a Lisa Barlow or Erica Jane with her Shaw squad and her glam. And, yes. Like that's just like, that's too much for me. And, uh, and but, it's, and but like, she's also real, but you also feel like something's not adding up with that. Like, how is she pulling that off? Like something just feels very off like a, about it. A coach at a university doesn't make that much money. No. So, it was, but like, at, like I keep on looking to see like, is she cutting corners? Like, is it not what it seems? But like she shows up looking great. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, that couture gown at the um, Gatsby party that was like you could tell that like was, she's I mean, everything is very like well thought out. Like she's very put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. See, I don't hate her. I just she can be annoying. She yes. can be dramatic, but you need that. She's kind of like a Leanne Locken. You need that for the show. Yes. Yes. Meredith. Meredith offers. Nothing. Nothing. I fast forward through all these scenes. I'm bored as fuck. Actually, like what she offers is like the like the darkness where it's like, what is this? And like, and I felt like in this episode, you know, here her son is, you know, hurting that his father isn't there. And the way she sat there and like you could tell she was kind of feeling bad about it. But then like there was like no follow through to how she it's like very dark. You know, it's like, yikes, this is not. Like, yeah, so, like, I don't know if she, they're trying to, like, think she's, like, the straight man to balance out the drama people. You know, kind of like an Emily on OC. Yeah. You always need someone, a voice of reason, right? Yes, so, yes. I think the show and the casting and evolution, I think they think, oh, well, she's going to be the straight man, the voice of reason. But, no, she's too fucking boring. And one could say that about Emily in maybe season one. Emily is now trying and she's bringing it more. Um, but she's just more interesting than Meredith, even if she is boring. Yes. She's just more fucking interesting. I and mean, even when Meredith like says a word, it like, I l- almost like nod off while she's speaking. Like, yeah. I mean, her house is freaking flooding. There's like shit water coming under her carpet and she's like, why is the alarm going off because of that? It's like, throw a freaking towel down or like do something like that's your response. Yeah. Like it was no. just, it was, huh. it's like, but, and we're late and it's like, you, first can't, all, you should never be fucking late yeah. in a fashion show. Okay. <laughs> you can't have your mom text that you're going to be late. And that's exactly her tone. It's just this monotone. <laughs> and then, <laughs> or, or, or what about when, um, Brooks is like, did you cook something? And she's like, no. Did you cook something? No. Did you burn something? No. I said no four times. Like, like finally, like a reaction came out of her when she snapped. You know, it's like I just yeah. like she just needs to snap a couple times or something. I don't know. Yeah, I very I, bizarre, I, very chaotic, like very chaotic and bizarre. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I'm not, I'm just not feeling any of them. Um. And then, like, the whole buildup was like, oh, my gosh, like, is Mary going to talk to Jen at the party? They better not ruin the party. Like, da, 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 da. <laughs> and then, like, it happened and it was du- – it's like, okay, like, we're like there was a little – you know, it was awkward. But, like, again, nothing to write home about. Like, nothing is happening. Like, They've that- already talked to each other four times at four different parties. Yes. About the same and then. Yes. It's like, okay. Yeah. So, I'm just – I was left, like, with both shows this week just like, okay, like, I mean – we we got it done. Like let's hopefully next week is better. That's how I left feeling. Okay. Well, <laughs> the only thing I was excited about that ties into our podcast is Katie and Lalo. They're going to be there. And what was the fucking point about that? They it was like 
they showed them on screen. Did they say two words? No. Could you even hear them? No, it was muffled. Did it? Was it relevant? No. They don't even know these people. Are you dating? Well, I was. I, just... I was so annoyed when when Whitney introduced them. She's like, Lala and Katie are Salt Lake City locals, and I was like, oh, gross. And then. Um, their body language and like everything, like I felt like, um, like Katie and Lala both were like, okay, like we're going to like make this out. Like they both, like the way they were like leaning forward and they were like, mm-hmm. this, you should do it. This party is for you. You get it, girl. It's like, like ew. We're going to be on Housewives. First of all, Katie hasn't lived in Utah in 15 years and she didn't live in Salt Lake. She lived in Park City. Lala, okay. Okay, maybe they have a mutual friend because Whitney's about the same age as, uh, you know, so one of Lala's friends would be. Um, that was that was product placement. That was Bravo crossover product placement. You know what I actually, 100%. like Like my first thought when she presented it like that, that she has a mutual friend with Lala is I was like, they probably both had like some kind of like sugar daddy, like Utah, <laughs> da- you know, like some, Yeah, that's probably how they knew each other. Probably your husband. <laughs> yeah, or so, yeah, something, like, because, you know, like, I, I don't know, they're both wild, they both, you know, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, that was, like, it was extremely, like, the buildup was there, and then it was, like, ooh, like, I, I actually thought, I, I don't know if I would, like, be, like, proud of that if I was them. Like, it was I mean, such a it, little moment. It was, like, a, it was kind of like a slap in the face, like, I wonder if there was more, but it got left on the I'm sh- room I floor. bet you, yes. So it's kind of embarrassing. Kind of embarrassing, yes. Because like you are nothing. You were you. They, you you're got not nothing. part of the story. Like when you're not a celeb. Like it no. was useless. That yeah. that scene should have been cut. Useless. Yes. They only put him in there to draw us VPR people in there to try and build up this new franchise. And maybe that's what they were thinking. They weren't sure how Salt Lake would stick with new viewers so they thought well if we tease that katie and lot like you know maybe they just weren't sure so they're trying to like plug in some cameos here to yeah. try and pull some of us viewers yes i mean it worked i was gonna watch obviously yeah. regardless of katie and lala because don't yeah I, I, hmm. yeah so i i mean it was it, it made the episode a little more fun to have like a Vanderpump crossover, but uh overall eh but it was meaningless. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I and I, I kind of loved that. Like that like made it all the better. <laughs> all right, anything else? No, that's it. All right, I mean it does look a little explosive next week. We'll try to be back. Um, I know it's a busy week for everyone. Um, whatever you're doing, maybe it's not a busy week. Um, but We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and, and we uh, will do our best to try to be there for you guys and pump out another episode because sometimes I mean, I the holidays are hard, on, so you know? It's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I will be, um, yeah, apparently there's nothing to do in Minnesota either, like here, so I'll just be home. All right. Or... <laughs> well, then we're, we'll just be podcasting nonstop. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, happy birthday, everyone, that we shout out yes. and have a great holiday if you don't tune in next week. And cool. We we'll out. talk to you later. Bye. Bye.